Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fro Anime Podcast, your one-stop shop for news on anime, games, and great discussions. Today, we will be talking about sequels, delays, and dubs. So without further ado, I'm your host, Dallas, and let's jump right into it. Starting off in what's hot today, we have some sequels. We have Gakogarashi, the manga, is getting a sequel called Gakogarashi Otoyori. It will take place after the events of the original story, and both Norimitsu Kaiho and Sadaro Chiba will return to work on this. Those are the writer and the illustrator, respectively. Now, just some personal anecdotes on this. I personally really, really loved Gakogarashi. I never actually got around to reading the manga. I, re- I watched the anime, um, which was a 12-episode anime that aired in like 2017. And it was pretty, pretty good. It was pretty amazing. My friend told me about this anime, jumping into it, to go into it without thinking about any tropes or don't try to figure out what it is. Just watch it for what it is. And I did that. I'm glad I didn't try to look it up in advance because the the twist in episode one was pretty, pretty good. That's all I was saying. That's all you told me. So I feel like I can tell you guys that at least. Um, yeah. So the sequel manga comes out on June 24th, 2020. And I will be picking that up when it comes out if it's in English. Next up, we have an anime I've talked about on both the YouTube channel and on this podcast before, and it's Nan Nan Biori. It's a country slice of life, and it's getting a season three titled Nonstop. So season one was Nan Nan Biori, season two was Nan Nan Biori Repeat, and now season three is Nan Nan Biori Nonstop. Both the original cast and crew will reprise their roles um, for this upcoming season three, and it will air sometime in January 2021. Now, keeping with that same theme, we also have Is It Wrong to Get Girls in a Dungeon or Don Machi, the Isekai-ish RPG anime. Um, we'll also be getting a season three, and the cast and crew will also reprise their, their roles, as you can come to expect. And this has actually been delayed from July 2020 to October or later um, due to the coronavirus going on right now. And speaking of some delays, we actually have a couple things, animes that will be delayed that I'm going to talk about right now. Starting off with a game from the previously mentioned uh is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon so the game has also been delayed don machi infinite combat it's a console game coming out on switch xbox one and ps4 the western release for the game has been delayed from spring 2020 to late summer 2020 if you do want to pick this game up and you don't want to wait then you can actually pick up the game the japanese version of the game because it came out on november 28th 2019 both the japanese and chinese version of the game have english subtitles which honestly when you play most anime games they're not english voice the english subtitles anyway so i don't really see the point in waiting for an english copy if the foreign releases have english subtitles that's just me though um next we have higurashi when they cry the horror mystery will be moved from its july premiere date to a yet to be announced air date and the same thing with haikyuu the volleyball anime the latter half of season four will be moved to an unknown air date as well um keeping with that same thing with delayed animes we have that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two. The first core will be moved from October 2020 to January 2021, while the second core will air April 2021. Now, both of those um, cores will be available on Crunchyroll and Funimation once it airs, the sub and dub respectively on both of those platforms. Now, speaking of the time I got reincarnated as a slime, we also have that time I got reincarnated as a slime, The Slime Diaries. It's a spinoff that will air July 2021, um, the cast will be reprising their roles for the spinoff, so if you like uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, a little bit more for you there. 
Next, we have something that was pretty interesting to me was Assault Lily Bouquet. The air date has moved from July to October 2020. Um, the Assault Lily project is based on scale doll figurines where the theme is battles waged by beautiful girls with weapons. It's a mixed media franchise. So it's, it's not based on a manga or an anime. The entire, all the media for it is based on one twelfth scale figurines, like dolls and figures, which is pretty interesting to me. So now that we have all the bad news about the delays out the way, let's talk about some good news. So Fate Kali Liner Prisma Ilya, the Fate Stayed spinoff, is getting another movie. There's no other information at this time about it aside from a preview video that is up. You can watch it. I've seen it. It's, you know, it's a preview video. Um, there's not much to really expect from it. So next we have The Great Pretender, um, which I'll give you guys a synopsis of that. Basically, it's about a man named Makoto Edamura, a self-proclaimed Japan's greatest swindler, attempts to trick a French man, who in turn ends up actually tricking Makoto. The man he tricks ends up being in control of the mafia, and we basically have to see where it goes from there. So the anime will actually use the song of the same name, The Great Pretender, by the late Freddie Mercury from Band Queen as its intro theme. I thought that was pretty interesting because, you know, the name of the anime is The Great Pretender, the name of Freddie Mercury's song is The Great Pretender, and they're using that as their intro. That's unusual to me. Uh, it will air June 2nd in Japan and Ju July 8th everywhere else. And basically, um, they the air schedule for it, it's going to be on Netflix, but the air schedule is like, the way it takes place is every episode has to do with one of the cases that's going on it's kind of like a mystery i guess so like the first five episodes deal with case one those released in january 2nd or not january 2nd uh june 2nd then the next five cases are or the next five episodes are case two those released on june 9th and then so on and so forth that's kind of the air schedule it's weird because netflix usually puts out all the all their episodes at once but for this series and like a few others too they're doing a, a weekly air of it, which is pretty interesting. That's all we have for what's hot. All right, guys. So this is normally the part of the podcast where I talk about um, this week I watched. Be 100% honest with you guys. I haven't watched anything this week because I've been so wrapped up in playing Danganronpa or Danganronpa, as I like to call it. Um, yeah, Danganronpa is an anime or a game or light novel about a um, high school killing game. So I'm not going to do a, a this week I watched because I want to wait till I finish the entirety of the franchise, the three games, the anime, the side game, and I want to read the light novels and manga. So there won't be a this week I watched, but instead I'll just tell you a little bit about Danganronpa because I'm right now I'm currently obsessed with it. <laughs> so um, Danganronpa is about a high school killing game where you have 15 or 16 of the world's greatest uh, high school students who each excel their own thing. They're, they're, um, trapped in high school and the only way for them to get out is to graduate how do you graduate well, you have to become blackened by killing one of your classmates and then once you kill one of your classmates you have to get away with it by you know them not suspecting you during the class trial so you know an investigation starts after someone is murdered and then they try to figure out who it is after they try to figure out who it is the, um, they go to class trial and they figure out who did it and you know show clues and things like that and the game is really fun like I've, I've been playing i played danganronpa 1 and i just finished danganronpa 2 and the gameplay is amazingly fun so i know this isn't a game podcast but danganronpa is an anime so it counts <laughs> so yeah the, thing, the interesting thing about this game was that 
I don't, I'm not really a visual novel person. If I'm going to read a book, I'm going to read a book. If I'm watching anime, I'm watching anime. I don't really like visual novel style storytelling. But Danganronpa did something right to me. So I ended up playing it and I haven't put it down. I bought, I literally bought the first game, bought the second game, finished the second game. I'm watching someone do a let's play of one of the side story games just because I, I saw a lot of reviews. They said the gameplay wasn't good. But, um, so yeah, I'm watching a side story gameplay. And I actually bought the third game while we waiting to finish watching the side story because that's just how good it was. I, I literally binged, binged the game in the spot where I would normally be watching anime for this portion of the podcast. But yeah, so Danganronpa, you expect some special episode or <laughs> something of that coming soon. And that's all we have for this week. I watched, played, and read because I did all three with Danganronpa. So yeah, that's what we got. So subject matter this week is dubbing. Now, the reason that I'm doing dubbing for the subject matter this week is because next week we actually have a special guest coming on the show to talk about sub versus dub with me. It's another one of my friends. Um, her name's Trixie or Miss Matrix on Twitch. And so I thought I would preface that conversation with a little background on dubbing, why it matters, how it came to be, you know, all that kind of stuff. So basically, um, that's what we're going to talk about in this subject matter. So what is dubbing? Dubbing is basically the process of taking a an original animation or original film and translating the language and then revoicing over the original voice audio and basically translating it to your own language now there's a couple issues with um, dubbing that can come up the first main issue that can come up in dubbing is that you might see this when you watch some of the poorly dubbed animes or sometimes happens in uh, anime games too when a character is talking really fast like for example in Japanese they they take you know Ohio Gozaimas is much longer than saying good morning so while good morning might be three syllables or whatever you know, Hayao Gazaimas is more than that. So the, the the mouth movements might be off and things like that. So the biggest thing in dubbing is how can I say the same thing that they said in the original language at the same at the same speed without having to say it faster or without having to say more or less words. So um, those type of things come up. And when people talk about bad dubs, aside from the actual dubbing, the voice quality, that's another thing they talk about. Um, how the mouth flaps aren't matching what they're saying or in the poor kids case they completely changed the words to say something else because that word fits the same length of the original word that was in the original language so why is dubbing important well if we didn't have dubbing there wouldn't we wouldn't have anime in the west as a whole when anime first started coming to the west in the 60s um, via astro boy it was dubbed it was all 104 episodes were dubbed and that's really what's kicked off the mainstream anime or not even mainstream that's what really what kicked off the whole anime craze in the west so from there you had the 70s you got a lot of gundam type anime not gun but like mech and sentai warriors and things like that and then you know in the 90s we had good old yu haka show and dragon ball z and even hunter hunter those things would have never came to the west if they were to stay in the original language because you have to remember a lot of kids watch anime because to them they see it as cartoons so because they see it as cartoons, kids aren't going to want to read subtitles. Sometimes kids can't read subtitles. Sometimes they can't read that. They're not able to read yet. So dubbing allows not only the, you know, the 
audience who who wants to watch in their own language but also a lot of people who can't even read yet such as kids which are our main factor in toy sales and figure sales and things like that that drives that popularity in the west if things don't sell a lot of toys they don't sell a lot of figures they won't get another season like a, a good example of that is teen titans on cartoon network they canceled it because it wasn't selling enough toys so they ended up making young justice and so you can kind of see that if an anime was dubbed or it was only subbed it wouldn't you wouldn't be able to sell it to a lot of kids because kids don't care about reading it. they want to see it. they want to see the action they want to be able to understand it internalize it without having to do any extra effort and that just bring, brings me to my next point you can't go in the kitchen and make a sandwich and be able to understand everything that's happening in your favorite anime if you can't understand it now if you know japanese it's good for you great i don't <laughs> so you know i sometimes if i want to be able to do homework i gotta have a dub on so there's a, a couple of different reasons why dub is pretty important so yeah that's what we have for this week on subject matter tune in next week to see us talk about sub versus dub which one do i like better you guys already know if you heard the first episode i told you which one i liked actually but yeah so that's all we have thank you once again you guys for making it to the end of this podcast um once again make sure you guys tune in next week because another conversation you guys like the conversations so tune in next week follow me on social media at fro anime on twitter at the fro anime podcast on instagram hope all you guys are having a wonderful day and i'll see y'all again next time